0: Hello, everyone. Thanks for downloading Taxpayer Beware. This podcast was created by the California Tax Education Council, or CTEC for short. CTEC is a nonprofit organization required by state law to basically do one task, and that's to protect you against fraud and help you find a California-approved tax preparer. By law, only an attorney, CPA, enrolled agent, or registered tax preparer with CTEC can charge a fee to do your taxes. Anyone who isn't one of these four is breaking state law and there are thousands doing just that. I'm your host, Brandon Chanley. We have a lot to cover, so let's get started. It can happen to the best of us. You follow the rules, pay your taxes, but it happened. You're facing a tax issue, now what? Welcome to season two of this episode. Today, we have the ultimate authority to help us answer the question. The taxpayer advocate for the Franchise Tax Board, Brenda Vote. Brenda, thanks for joining us today.
1: It is my pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for allowing me this opportunity to share with you some of the information that we have available to help.
0: You know, it's one of the scary things. Nobody wants to get a letter for anything. You know, you don't want to go in from the IRS, don't want to go in from FTB, but it, it happens and and things arrive. And I think when, when that does, people tend to panic and say, what do I do, right? So what would be the first step? Would FTB only reach out via mail first? And what would be the normal process or the step somebody would take from there?
1: So, yeah, the normal process for us to contact anyone is with a letter. And the hardest thing is to open that letter. The thinner the letter, the better the information. The thicker the letter, well, you know, there, there's, it, it gets worse and worse each time. So. If you get a letter, it looks like it's from the Franchise Tax Board and you want to make sure that it is from the Franchise Tax Board, I always encourage everybody to go to our website at ftb.ca.gov. We have a place there where you can click on, did you get a letter from us? And if you click on that it will show you what the mailing address and the telephone number are on that letter that we send out. That's a good way just to make sure that it's not from somebody else. But um, I do want to share, we also have a new feature through the MyFTB application that we have. And what that feature is, is that if there is a letter that is mailed or, electronically sent to any California taxpayers that have selected it, we will send them a text message or an email. And what that's going to do is inform them that they should
0: go look at their MyFTB account because there may be letter information. To kind of give everybody information too, would that account automatically be set up or is that something everybody should just go and set up an FTB account?
1: I would love for everyone to go set up a MyFTB account. What it is, is If we are able to provide you information about your account, you set up the account, it's secure. If you have a representative, they can get access to limited information. But if you have a power of attorney that you submit to us, then they'll have access to everything. And some of the best features of MyFTB is that you can review the account balances that are due on a tax return. You can see tax returns that were filed. You can have a list of all the returns and images of those. You also will have, like I said, those notices and correspondence. So your representative with a power of attorney, you will be able to see those, but taxpayers can see those directly. And it's super easy to set up a MyFTB account. Before you used to have to go through a pretty long process, but now you go in, we ask you some critical questions and we're able to give you access right then and there. Versus the, the old, old school way where we'd have to send out a pin right. number to you and a letter and come back. That's all gone. It's now real time access to a lot of very good information that everybody should know. We're trying to share what we have mm-hmm. with taxpayers so that they know what we have. And then it helps also for the tax professional community to be able to better communicate with the franchise tax board. We have secure chat. We have ways of of being able to to share information back and forth. Okay. So I encourage tax professionals to set up their professional
0: account and taxpayers as individuals to set up my FTB account. Great. Great. Okay. And, and then, you know, speaking of your titles, taxpayer advocate. So could you kind of go into detail? So I, I get a letter. Let's say my letter comes, I call start the process? How would I need to be involved with the taxpayer advocate or when would I need to get involved with that process or at all? Like, can you kind of explain how that works and, and how your department gets involved?
1: Most of the time we don't get involved okay. because most of the time what I call our normal channels work and our normal channels are contacting the business area that sent the letter or calling into our, our phone centers. They can give you good information Tax practitioners can call our tax practitioner hotline directly and, and get information uh, that way. So we we have a lot of different normal channels that work. So when those don't work or there's a communication breakdown, you're trying to explain something to somebody and they don't quite understand it. And you've talked to their supervisor. We're here to help. We're here to help coordinate those conversations when we can. Or if it's a unique situation where we need to get other program areas communicating with each other about the issue, we can facilitate that
0: also. So what what's kind of the normal the normal process or expectation, I guess I should say. So if I, I go through the normal channels, I contact, I reach out to someone. What's kind of normal process to hear back from someone? I mean, granted, you know, holidays things would be in there, obviously weekends. But what's kind of the normal process?
1: So it it all depends really on the situation. Okay. If you're in an audit situation, it could take 30 days because they want to analyze the information to get back. If you provided information for, um, let's say we reached out to you and we're concerned because the tax return has been filed mm-hmm. using your information and we want to make sure that it was truly you, we'll send you a letter asking you for information. You can call in and we can verify that and then we can mm-hmm. make sure that If it wasn't you filing that return, we don't process it. If we're still waiting for yours to come in, we'll be able to flag the account and take action on that. So it it just really all depends on what needs to be communicated, why we're reaching out to you for the length of time. But, you know, the state agencies, that we always give you the four to six weeks. (laughs) And one of the things with us having moved to a teleworking environment more so, we have really been able to maintain the ability to get the work done. We've had people who are able to come on in and get the work done that had to be manually done, but we've also been able to pivot very quickly and get people to be able to work remotely. So the timeframes that we had prior to the pandemic happening, we've been able to
0: keep most of those. Just to kind of recap then, it sounds like if you get a letter, you go through the process you feel like they're not understanding the process, that's when they would reach out to your group and you'd be able to assist them as well as you can. So it's almost like you know the insides and outs of the of FTB to be able to help them navigate through the process. Is that a fair assumption?
1: That's a fair assumption. My team has been working really hard on creating relationships with all of our different program areas so that we know who to reach out to to have those conversations and get information quickly mm-hmm. and be able to resolve things quickly so it's it's been something that we've been building and and working on and it has been very successful for us one of the other things that we can do very quickly is if somebody has a financial hardship mm-hmm. and they need to have a hold placed on their account so that an action doesn't happen we don't garnish wages or do anything like that we do have the ability to be able to help with that so um people can call the uh, we have a 800 number call center which is 800 883 5910 and we're
0: able to help with those immediate situations also okay so they are they you know they're willing to work and and help people through the what what is a very scary situation but that's good that there's there's ways to help that's awesome um if you could tell me tell me a little bit to more of you know the ad- advocation team? What other things do you do from education or things that are going on in the state of California? What all are you guys involved in?
1: When I took over, I thought that most of the activities were going to be helping taxpayers with account resolution and everything. And I'm finding that that's really not a significant portion because most of our program areas are doing such a great job. What I am finding is We're we're in the business of communicating Mm. and we do that. We have a tax news publication and it's free to everyone, goes directly into your email. And every month we do our best to try to share with you information about what you may need to know to get a good tax return completed. If there's new law changes, if there's a new letter coming out, if there are tips or tricks that can help you Through the process, we try to really give you information on that. We also do education and outreach. And just as I'm partnering with you today to do this, we also partner with other tax professional communities and mostly getting California tax updates. We we try to make sure that we let them know, uh, new legislation. What are the changes? If there's new forms that are going to come out, new changes in the earned income tax credit or qualifying for different credits. So a lot of that. And then one of our most popular education outreach is for our small business community. And we share with them the forms of ownership, common forms of ownership in California, and what it takes to enter into those different forms of ownership, how to file, what the responsibilities are. So those are some main areas where we spend a lot of time to try to make sure that we're communicating good and timely, proactive information out to taxpayers and
0: to the tax practitioner community. Okay. That's good. That's good. So another kind of question that I would like to, to you know, make everybody work. So how would the process work? So they've reached out, they're not getting anywhere, need help. They reach out to you. What would be your next steps that you would go through when you're talking to them?
1: My team is basically has audit background. So as auditors, we love to get the facts from everybody. And so that's how the conversation basically will be. What's being asked? What's the letter? We'll look to see if we have something called a taxpayer folder that is universally used throughout the franchise tax board so that we can have one area where we can understand has communication been done with other areas? What action was being taken? What information are we needing? So we, we can look into that. We can reach out to the, to the other areas. But what would happen is you would work directly with one of my technical advisors or you would work with one of our executive and advocate service team members. So it, it sounds like two different areas when we have nuances in what we do, but we will make sure that you have one person that you would be able to contact and work through the entire process on that.
0: And about how many are in your department and in the group?
1: So in the taxpayer rights advocate office, we're a small yet mighty team. We only have 10 of us here. Okay. (laughs) But we have others that we can reach out to with the executive and service team and advocate service team. And they help us with account analysis and putting holds on accounts and, Mm -hmm. and doing information. And they also help our executive officer. If she has anyone from any of the state elected officials, so state senators, state assembly people, if they have constituents that reach out and have an issue, they'll also help. So that's a team of about thirty. Okay. So you know, there's there's forty of us, but we have six million taxpayers. So (laughs) the best way to do it is that normal channel to to
0: talk the program area first through through the call center and the program. Yeah.
1: Because even when we can help, we may not be able to help as quickly as we'd like to because, as I said, a lot of us are auditors, so we have to have that factual foundation built. And it may take a little bit of extra time versus having that conversation with somebody who, who's who been looking at your issue and question for a longer time period, they have more background and they may be able to help you quicker. But like I said before, we're here to facilitate those conversations. We're here to make sure that everyone is being treated fairly and equitably and really making sure that the proper amount of tax is being paid. And if, if someone doesn't feel as if they're they're being heard or that's being communicated or they don't understand why a document needs to be done. Sometimes you just need to have a conversation with somebody else to see if we can come up with a a, a plan or a, a course of action that needs to be taken.
0: And for me, th- this sounds like a great resource. It can get pretty muddy in the water, so to speak, and you're wondering, what are they saying? And are they listening? Are they understanding what I'm saying to them and back? And it's great that your department can jump in there and help be an advocate for them. I mean, that's the key word in the, in the phrase there, advocates. So that's great.
1: Yeah. I have had a couple of people who think advocate means that I have to take their side.
0: Right, so. right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure.
1: <laughs> that I, I need to make sure that it's within the law. And that Yeah, <laughs> but yeah
0: that's, a, that's a good disclaimer for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get that out there. That's great. Is there anything else you want to share about the department, what you guys do?
1: Sometimes it's easier to say what we can't do versus what we can't do. That's good. That's good. And the reason I say it that way is because everything's unique. Mm -hmm. Uh, If we dealt with the same thing over and over again, we would figure out how to create a process to get that done. But we deal with the things that are outside. So it's easier for me to let you know, like I said before, if you haven't talked to somebody and we're the first place that you call, we're not going to be able to help you. We're going to plug you back into the normal channels first. If you're on the phone and you're on hold and you're frustrated because you feel like you're not getting through and you're going to want to reach out to us, we're not going to be able to help you because we're going to get you back in there. One of my favorite stories is that I received an email from the prior advocate who received an email from a tax representative who was frustrated because they couldn't get through on the phone. So by the time everything got to me and I got one of my team members to reach back out, we learned that the tax professional was on hold, emailed the prior advocate who emailed me and they got everything taken care of and resolved by the time.
0: By the time <laughs> that, the email changed. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: <laughs> oh so it, it was kind of an interesting thing with that. But if there is going to be a, a delay or if you're trying to get through, like I said before, because there's going to be an economic hardship they can call We also can't get involved if it involves a question of constitutionality for the tax system. Mm -hmm. I had one gentleman call up and he was very passionate. He really wanted me to advocate for the gas tax relief. And he had a very well laid out argument and plan. And unfortunately, I had to let him know that he needed to talk to his
0: elected official. Yeah, yeah.
1: We only enforce the law.
0: That's above my pay grade. That's one of those you can say, right?
1: Yeah, so we can't do that. If it's an identity theft, we won't get involved because we have a team that is just really very focused in on that. And they have all the tools and resources. And also if it's a claim for refund because a claim for refund usually involves a lot of analysis and mm-hmm. a process and on that and we want to make sure that that program area that that is working on that has the opportunity but again you know if you're working on that and you're talking with someone and the communication you know needs to be facilitated we can help with that so I know that's not what we can do, but
0: no, no I is. think that it's helps.
1: To understand what we can't do.
0: Yeah, no I agree. That's, that's better, better framing of it. Don't call me for these things.
1: Yeah. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> that's great. So if you could, if you don't mind, can you just tell people how do they reach your office if they did need your assistance or wanted to get hold of you? What's the best way?
1: So if it's something that deals with a hardship or needing immediate action, the best way to do it is to call 800. 800- That's our executive and advocate services line. They can help through that. For the advocate, can reach out to us at ftbadvocate.ca.gov. There's an email that way to reach us. We don't have a direct phone line, but you can email me, which is brenda.vote.com at ftb.ca.gov. Another thing that we have that's kind of new in the way that we're using it, we have a systemic issues management system. So if you have a question about something that you think is impacting more than one of your clients, you can submit that. If you go to ftb.ca.gov down at the bottom, it says taxpayer advocate. We have a link to it or the tax pro. There's a blue bar on top and there's the words tax pro. On our website, either way, we'll get you to report an issue. And if you key in your question there, what we do is we'll facilitate getting an answer for that question and be able to provide that to you. And it's a good way for us to learn. Maybe there's an issue that we don't know about. And we really do need to look. Does our system need to be updated? Do our forms need to be updated? And it helps us to understand how we can do our job better and it can get changes made in there but it also will give you a a timely answer we try to get to those within a couple weeks to share with you the answer to that issue
0: so that's a new way well, I, I tell you, this has been eye-opening for me. And I hope our listeners enjoy it as well. If you get that letter from the FTB, don't be scared. There's, there's people that can help. But the key is don't ignore it. Don't ignore the letter. Right. It's not right. going right. to magically the disappear. The,
1: the thicker the letter, the more <laughs> the yeah. Worse, yeah. worse the information is. So
0: get the ball rolling through the normal chains. Call the number that's on there. They'll get you in contact with the right group and, and people that you need to talk to. But if you feel you're not getting the help you need or need some help, know that Brenda and her team's there to help you. So Brenda, I really appreciate the time. Thank you for joining us.
1: Thank you so much. This was really a pleasure. It was nice to be able to share with you some of the amazing things that that my small yet mighty team does.
0: Powerful. No, that's good. Yeah, mighty team. I love it. Thanks a lot. Hope you have a great day.
1: I hope you do the same. Thank you.